You're listening to the Coffee Before You Talk to Me podcast, hosted by Bean Mug and Coffee Co. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Coffee Before You Talk to Me podcast, hosted by Bean Mug and Coffee Co. I'm Jose, along with my good friend Tom. Tom, who do we have with us today? Also, Jose, good to be back again. And today in the studios, we have our friend Jess from Siren Essentials. Uh, the uh, the you know the queen of elderberry. <laughs> I don't know if that's really a thing that she uses, but today that's what it's going to be. So, Jess, it's good to have you. Thanks for coming in and joining us. Thanks for having me on the show. Really excited to be here. Awesome. <laughs> so, uh, the first thing we like to ask all our guests that come on is, what gets you up in the morning? Um, besides my day job <laughs> and my son, um, this might be like a strange answer, but um, just the outside in general. Um, I grew up in Forked River on the water and I feel like every morning I would wake up and immediately like just look at the water. Is there a sense of calm, sense of peace, kind of like, I don't know, I knew how the day was going to go if I could check the weather, I guess, or I don't know, just being around the water. And now that I don't, I live not on the water, like I wake up in the morning and I see, I catch myself just getting up and staring out the window <laughs> like what's the weather today or like i'll just go step on my porch and like kind of see what's going on i feel so. like the uh the outside and the beach and the water are like a pretty common theme for uh for everybody that's been on with us so far so yeah you're fitting right into that no for sure yeah. for sure um so so we met um probably 2020 october 2020 where we were mm-hmm. actually talking about it before um at one of these farmers markets that that we vend at um and we vended there together that season yeah um so uh, you know, it's kind of crazy because I've we've you know, like I said, we've shopped there, we've we've had you know all these conversations. But like, what is elderberry syrup? Can we just start with like? <laughs> Good question. Let's start with that. Um, so I answer this a lot because almost everybody that steps into the tent, if they're not a customer of mine, I have to kind of explain that to them, which is fine because that's I think it's like an experience when you come into the elderberry <laughs> tent. Um, elderberry, the actual berry itself is like a super Vitamin-packed, antioxidant-packed berry that's very good for your immune system, helps support, um, helps fight cold and flu. Um, it's an anti-inflammatory. It's just like this super berry that I didn't know about for a really long time until one of my girlfriends told me about it because I was getting sick all the time. So um, I don't know. Should I go into like go into how that? it all yeah, started absolutely. here? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have a question. I have an elderberry question. Sure. So is it like a superfood? Yes. Like uh, acai berries, like something like like along those lines? Sort of. Okay. Um, they say like kind of like, um, you know how blueberries are like super antioxidant packed? The darker yep. the berry, the better it is for yep. you. Elderberry is almost black. It's like a the the scientific name Sambucus nigra is like the, it's a black berry. Gotcha. Um, so it's got, I'm going to throw some fancy words in there, flavonoids and <laughs> anthocyanins those are all really good things for you so you should be having them got it (laughs) sounds good to me um so so elderberry syrup uh so you have an online store um that you sell obviously your elderberry syrups and herbal teas Mm -hmm. uh you're also big in like farmers markets things like that uh can you just share the story behind like the decision to start like an elderberry syrup company like yes. how, so let's hear the story how how'd you how'd we get there sounds really random right um so i'm a high school teacher i bartended for a really long time and i was always getting sick just constantly going to the doctor they're like here take another you know z-pack like 
And eventually your body becomes immune to that and you just don't get better. And one of my, like I said, one of my girlfriends said, have you tried elderberry? And I was like, what on earth is that? I had no idea what it even was. Tried a bunch of different brands of syrups in the store. Um, didn't like the taste of it, but it was working. And I was like, this is really expensive. Number one, this doesn't taste good. Number two, how can I make this better? So I was actually at a local store that I stock now. Um, and the woman in the aisle said, you know, you can just make your own. <laughs> and I said, not the best sales tactic. Yeah. Cause she saw me looking at like the row of all the different brands and she's like, what's the matter? You're in here a lot. And I said, I just can't find one that I like, you know, I'm paying 40 bucks for this eight ounce little jar. And I just, even all the good organic brands and wow. everything was there. I just didn't find one that was good to me. So I said, what do you mean I can make my own? So she said, come here. And she sold me a, this huge bag of, of berries. And I just went home and I started experimenting, making super small batches. Um, some of them, the first one was obviously terrible. I had no idea what I was doing. I was looking up other people's recipes online. I was thinking what flavors would go good with it after trying some stuff out. And um, I took about a year to like kind of get the recipe that I thought would be good to put on the shelf. Okay. And I was giving it out to friends at the time I was bartending. So I would bring my syrup. And <laughs> handing out elderberry shots. Like, as a, <laughs> no, as like a... <laughs> at the end of the night, I would like just mess around with different like martinis. And yeah. at the end of the night, because I was so tired and like my voice was shot, I would make a cup of tea, just regular, you know, like, Lipton from the shelf or whatever. And yeah. I would throw some elderberry syrup in it to sweeten it. And, you know, sometimes I get made fun of, but I was like, ah, oh, whatever. It's like my secret potion just to, to keep myself going. Cause you know, bartending. Like, sure. Late hours. So is that how you kind of like figured out the combination of elderberry syrup and teas to get to kind of sort of, yeah. Okay. It's, it's like where it kind of started. Okay. Um, but yeah, the tea was sort of like an afterthought. Um, the syrup, became a thing i started like bottling it up and just selling it to friends and they were like you should sell this in you know you should do the markets or you should sell this in a store i was like ah, i don't know like but if for me it was working like it was my recipe it tasted good i knew i could take a shot of it every morning and it was helping me feel better and like not get sick all the time so no, that's that's interesting. And then, what year did you start Siren Essentials? Um, like the experimenting, or <laughs> um, yeah, I, like well, like well, what so year was that? Like, like my first that you went home market, with all, you went home with a bag of berries, and we're like, hey, I'm gonna a bag, what the year? Bag of berries. Yeah. Um, that was 2015. Oh wow! And then in 2017 was when I did my first market. Okay. Um, that wasn't the one that I met you guys at. It was a random wellness fair in Belmar that someone said, Hey, you should do this. I had no website, no insurance. Sorry. Whoever's listening. Oh yeah. That's um, it. I didn't even know, like I had no bottling experience or anything. And I just went, I showed up. It was in like a Mason jar in this terrible labeling. I sold out the table wow. sold out. I was giving out sample shots. Um, and I was super happy, but what I wanted was people to come back when they finished their jar. Yeah. I wanted them to be like, hey, I really like that. I want to come back for more. That was like the ultimate. Almost like you wanted people for it to be in like people's rotation. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it's like, oh, great, you sold out. Well, now what? You know, now what's next? Yeah. So people started coming back. It was like drips and drabs. And then I said, oh, man, I got to get this together. So I got the website. I got the insurance. I had to get my New Jersey bottler's license that I had no clue. (laughs) Yeah, we found out about that, too. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there's like a whole bunch of other things that like are on this checklist that you don't know about yet. Well, yeah. I mean, it sounds like it always sounds like such a great idea, right? People people love the product and all your friends like, do it, do it, do it. And they have no idea now what that really means because you have to go through all the the steps that any business would have to go through. But because you're selling a food product, you have to do even a little bit more, right? And I think that a lot of people get scared of that and they back off because you see all that right fine print on the Yep. I remember Board of Health I remember when we had our New Jersey State Board of Health inspection for our kitchen mm-hmm. and um I didn't know they were coming because no. they don't really tell you that no. they're coming um and they called me and they're like hey we're here can you get over here I was like uh, okay I, I guess I'll be there in 10 minutes so I rushed down there um and full disclosure um I'm not really the the cold brew maker of the group. That's Jason, yeah. our other partner, Jason, and uh, he was nowhere because he <laughs> oh, work, he works his day job is in the city, so right. he's not around. Oh, he was so somewhere. He, just he was, was somewhere. <laughs> just wasn't he wasn't there. So I'm like muddling through, probably sweating buckets. Oh, so yeah. I I can relate because that is not a fun experience the first time because you have no idea what the questions are going to be. And mm-hmm. I feel like there's always a question that you're not going to be prepared for. It's just, it's really tough. And you just trust that you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Right? Like I'm like, Hey, listen, you're, we're naive, right? But we're trusted. We're doing the right thing. Yeah. And, like not cutting any corners Yeah, and being honest. So I feel like with coffee though, like, I mean, obviously everybody knows what coffee is when they came to inspect where I, I'll be honest with you. Like, well, they didn't know what elderberry was. They were like, what is this? The girl <laughs> who came to do our inspection. Now our inspection was specifically for our cold brew because mm-hmm. Our our actual coffee is roasted and ground at a different facility for us. Yeah. Um, but this is specifically for our cold brew. She didn't know so much. Yeah. I don't she took my guidance on what the shelf life should be, and was like, "That sounds good." Oh, I believe <laughs> like, anything. I you told me like one. the elderberry story, like, and, and I had to like check off the list. Like that makes sense to me. You're yeah. like, Oh, this is the eldest berry out of the group. It's yeah. the, the elder of, of that's already the elder of all. I'm like, the oh, berries. totally makes sense. The oldest blueberry. Yeah, Got perfect. It. Sounds good. Okay, awesome. Antioxidants, great. Great. Yeah, like, sounds it's good. tough. It's it's probably was not fun. Yeah, they had no idea. They were like, it's a lot thinner than a syrup. I'm like, yeah, but I use honey in it, so I fall into this syrup category. Like, it's a fine line. I'm not a beverage. I'm not right. honey. So syrup's the only category that I fall under. So they were just like, what What do you do? Like, yeah. how, do you, how do you make this? I'm like, I'm not telling you my trade secrets. Well, yeah, that's tough, too, because it's like, all right, like, <laughs> yeah. well, I don't want to give you all the secrets, but you got to tell them enough, for like, so that they know you're doing the right things right. in the in the cooking process yeah. or if there's a cooking process. So that know. alone, I think, deters people from yeah. doing, like, the food and beverage. Or but, at least it really slows them down. Yeah. yeah. So, like, as far as, like, so 2015, you try elderberry, you start making it on your own, refining the recipes. 2017, we're going to a farmer's market. We go there, and now we're going to have to do, like, the website. We're now gonna, we're legit. We're legit. Yeah. We're like insurance. Some, I say we. <laughs> she, yeah, yeah, I have insurance, everybody. It's yeah, renewed. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, so, like, what were those, like, initial challenges? Was it, like, the the bottling license and, like, or were, or were the challenges as far as, like, getting online and getting social and things like that. Yeah, I think, you know, because it's such a unique product, it has to be tasted before it's like try before you buy. Um, because when you look at it, it's like that dark 
purple color. Mm-hmm. It looks like cough syrup, but it doesn't taste anything like cough syrup. Um, it's good to know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the goal was to get it to taste good and like thin it out. And I don't use any preservatives. I use all certified organic ingredients. Um, so that's that was like I wanted to get that information out to the people who either didn't know about elderberry or maybe those people who do take that store shelf elderberry that are like, you know, I can't take this every morning or like my kid will not take this. I can't get him to take a, a shot of it. Like maybe there's something that tastes better. So um, markets is where I just like went full force. Mm-hmm. I mean, I set up the website, but I started just trying to get to as many farm markets as I could and really kind of explaining to people what it was, giving them free sample shots. Um, and everybody, I mean, there's been one or two people who are like, <laughs> you yeah. know, there's always one who just yeah. doesn't like it's it. It's not the elderberry from me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we my, get the same. We get the not same. Not my cup of elderberry. Right. But we get the same, though. Like, yeah. we, 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 get, we, used, we used to give samples at Marlboro. We don't mm-hmm. anymore because it's there's really no need for it at this point. Yeah. But right. in the beginning, we we're in that market and mm-hmm. in that community. So we were giving out coffee and people would be like, oh. It's not this it's not for me. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I mean, yeah, two offended. out of 800 people. Like, I'll right. Take are going to be upset yeah, about I'm it. I'm kind of just like, okay, well, cool. sorry. Not for you. If, you're, if you have a customer that comes up to you and says like, oh, this elderberry is just not for me. Like, oh, so you know about elderberry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, that's what I always ask. Like, oh. well, like, well, which one do you take then? Or what? You you're know? such an expert. You tell yeah, me. Exactly. Like, <laughs> no, but I, I would think specifically for you that like education about the product has to be so important because truthfully jose and i didn't know what elderberry were was Most really until don't. you came today i mean i had, a, then, I had a general idea I, I mean i knew it was a berry yeah i'm <laughs> glad that, I, i'm glad that you guys pronounced it right off the bat i, I knew it was helpful <laughs> yeah uh, like or healthy i should say i knew it was supposed yeah. to be healthy um but not, not much more than that so i guess like education and like really getting people to understand what it is and the benefits of it you know, I mean, people ask us to educate them about coffee and they've been drinking coffee for 30 years. Or, right. So it's, it's gotta be tough. Yep. Yeah. So, so then, yeah. oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, the markets kind of like took off. I sort of established this very loyal customer base. People were coming back for bottles. People started ordering online. Um, and I initially didn't ship. That was like, I, I think I held myself back from that. Cause I'm thinking I use glass bottles how the heck am I going to ship this so it stays cool because mm-hmm. it's a refrigerated product? Like all these obstacles that I didn't think for whatever reason, or maybe I just wasn't ready to put the effort into it or something. Well, they were like almost like man-made, like you created those, like you created the obstacles. Yeah. So you're like, hey, this is why I yeah. can't do it. And I finally was like, okay, get this together. So I did some like sample shipments to my parents. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Smart. Like just so so like I'm shipping you a, a couple bottle. I'm gonna ship you one in my one box, and then I'm gonna ship you three, and like see how that goes. And I, you know, they get it. I'm like, is it cold? Take the temperature. <laughs> like little things that you just start figuring out. So once I got all go uh, got over that hurdle, I was able to be like, hey, we ship, and that really like just took everything up uh, to a whole other level. So this yeah, I mean, is like 2018, 2019. 2020 hits. I'm doing great. Like markets online. I'm at, people are asking, like, it was cool to get to a point where someone was like, Hey, can you come sell at our market? And I was like, 
wow, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> here I am like, hi, I'd like to apply to your your farm market. Please take me. Right. At, when you start, you know, you feel like well, especially a nobody. Like, but, and the and the, the ones that are worth their salt are, are doing a vetting process too. You Absolutely. Know? Like, so you're not out there wasting your yeah, time like, either. Pick me, pick me. <laughs> but here's what I'll say to that though. What's interesting about it is that it's it seems like a farmer's market product mm-hmm. to me, yeah. right? It seems like a farmer's market product. But we've done a ton of markets, and it's not like we always see an elderberry company. No. I so think it's pretty infrequently at this point. That's what I mean. But no. like when you go to market, what are the staples? Guacamole, pickles. We even had that one lady with like the mushrooms. Like that was a that yeah, was mushrooms. a thing though. Oh, like yeah. it's a thing. They do. Wow. So like there's all these like staples at markets. Coffee's usually at a market. Mm-hmm. Things like mm-hmm. that. Um, but elderberry's not. But it seems like it should be. Yeah. And it's that's why. So it was like jokingly at the at the top of the show, we're like, oh, the elderberry queen. But like, who else is in the in the area that that you know that sells elderberry? Like, that's it. So it's interesting that yeah. it's like the markets were a hit. Like, it, it almost seems like an obvious it's, like right. It's true, and maybe I mean we don't do like um, health, like you mentioned, like a health food type of market. Yeah. We don't really do that with coffee. But yeah, I mean for you, it's like like a home run. I'm sure. Maybe there's more people in that community. I feel like I do, actually but. do better at just like a regular old farm yeah. market I than I that. do at a wellness based thing because even though the people there probably know they already have their elderberry elderberry. they have their elderberry they're like i got that on auto ship you know (laughs) right Um, so instead of like getting a new customer at that point like you're trying to convert them from another yeah it's almost like a harder sell yeah i would say because they they already know and then people ask me like well are you an herbalist or you know what do you know and i'm not i i'm like a learn as i go do the research i mean i don't have I need like you know I've got my degree in Spanish. I <laughs> but I think, <laughs> but, yeah. But I think like oh, I've actually God. learned more from doing the research about the benefits of all the products that I put out there, and I think people can relate to it a little bit better because they're like she's just a typical chick who wanted to make herself yeah. feel better. It's like real like real world experience uh, on the product and learning about it, and you did it because you wanted the benefits of right. it. You didn't do it because. You went to school to be an herbalist, and you're like everybody can benefit from elderberry. Yeah. You're like everybody can benefit because I did. Right. So that's I kinda... did take a, a little online course though. That's just... a, well, yeah. I mean, listen, <laughs> hey, listen. A certificate yeah. for your LinkedIn's great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm really not finished yet, but <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Tag us one, one of these days. Tag us. <laughs> I remember uh, somebody tried to get me involved in like a in a berry a berry drink at one point. Mm-hmm. But it was like a massive multi-level marketing. Is it Mona V? Uh, yeah, Mona V. Mona V. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I stopped somebody them. from going to, to from signing so, up for Mona V once. Yeah, I, like, hey, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, like, come with me. I'm going to this thing. I said, okay, I do got I, you. Do, do <laughs> I think it had its benefits? It probably had some some sure. of the benefits. I drank a couple bottles of it at one point. It almost looked like a wine. It looked they bottled it bottle. like wine, so it was really interesting. So like <laughs> my uh, like in my in my other world, um, I've always been involved in in events in the, like the wedding business. So that's how I met some folks, and we actually produced Mona V events. <laughs> For a guy who was like very ground level in this area, yeah, and he would have seminars and he would fly these people in. I think from Colorado, right? They were like the first. They were like they were on the bottom or the the top of the pyramid, I guess. Yeah, because they were they were in on the ground floor. They were like at the top top. Yeah, and these people they'd be walking around coffee mugs, drinking, slugging this stuff all day long, like high on Monavie. It was crazy. Yeah, but like then you go into your Porsche and you drive away, or you go to the airport for a private plane. Exactly. Mona V tattooed all my arm if I was, but you know, it's you see it on people's cars if you're like oh, yeah. driving. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it's still out there, it's oh, still it's, out yeah, there. Yeah, no, it's still there. Like, and I don't think it's like a fake product or no. anything like that. No, I think 
unfortunately, like health, like in my like in my my skeptical brain, mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm going out and I'm like, hey, I need to find something that's gonna make me have more energy or make me sleep better or make me you know not be sick, I'm probably coming to somebody like you versus some giant multi-level marketing company right. um, where, you know, all you gotta do to sell it is sign up and start selling. They don't well, that's know the thing. anything. It's like, I don't think they're herbalists. I, they're definitely not. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. No, but I'm saying like, I, you know, like what, yeah. like it's, it's, there's no training. There's yeah. no, it's just like, right. you got a, you got a pamphlet. You, you they're know like, who to call when yeah. you have questions. Like that's it. And they were like, I drank this juice out of a wine bottle and I slept. I, I drank it for a little bit, not long, um, but I, I remember feeling like I slept better. Oh, um, placebo, which, which is pro- yeah, but, placebo. but that's the thing. It's like, was it real or not? I don't know. So it's it's cool. also like I actually spoke to um, another local business owner who is an herbalist, and she, you know, she owns an apothecary, and um, I said to her, you know, like I almost envy you because you probably know so much more about all diff- all these different ingredients that I don't and I'm kind of learning as I go along sure. and she was like you ha-, she said something to me like um you've been working with these ingredients for so long that I'm sure you you know probably just as much as I do about these things or whatever like that you know just cuz I read it in a book or I have my I- degree in it or whatever so i mean there's definitely like very educated herbalists out there don't get me wrong by any means but like no for sure for sure. But you like know. also like I think real life experience and I think that that counts for something. Yeah. yeah. I remember um, I went to I, I didn't really go to an herbalist. I met an herbalist, I should say. So it was a they had a farm. No, all these herbalists. I'm, I'm it, like, so it, do you like swipe? On her? No, <laughs> no <laughs> oh, definitely not. I'm kidding. I met this herbalist. It was a man uh, oh, and I was with my well, wife well, at the well. time. So there was no swiping involved. But it, they had like this little like pharmacy oh. and. But it was like you know natural, but they had like other pharmacy stuff and whatever we went in there for. I yeah, remember the guy's older, like Asian guy, and he broke out this whole giant book of testimonials, mm. and I was like, "Oh, that's so smart!" Because what pharmacy do you walk into and get a testimonial on how good the pharmacy drugs were? <laughs> None, except for this guy who's giving you you know herbal supplements and things like yeah. that to heal your heal your issues. So I, I just thought that was. It's kind of cool. It's my herbalist story. Uh, listen, I'm glad, was glad you had one because I had none. I think he was an herbalist. I'm not really sure. No, Shaman, I mean, he, maybe. He was to me. I believed it. Well, that's like, I mean, with Mona V, it's like, you know, with NMLM, you're kind of signing up for a product that's already made. But yep. when you're making the product yourself and like you care, I think you, there's so much more heart that goes into it and energy. And like, if I, I mean, just this past week, there was a batch of like our original blend of syrup that I just, there was something off and I'm like, like their color was weird mm-hmm. and just something was strange about it. I dumped the batch. I was like, I'm not putting this yep. out there because, and like, you never know if that's going to happen in like a big factory nope. that's making like a co-packer. Or something. Yeah. No idea. And like, you know, to that point, like, I know you wouldn't give away, you know, the recipe to what's in the, in the syrup, but if yeah. somebody goes, Hey Jess, um, I love elderberry, but I'm allergic to honey. Like you have honey in there. Yeah. You can you can answer those questions effectively for them. Yeah. Like, you know, you ask that about other products because people don't know the answers. Right. You know, it's like. Yeah, you, and if I don't, like sometimes people yeah, come sometimes ask me, don't. like, oh, do you have this tea? And I'll say some ingredient that I've never even heard of. Yeah. I'll look into it. I've actually 
made teas off of their suggestions because after looking into it, I realized, wow, this could be like a really beneficial yeah. product or whatever. But the, like I said, the tea was sort of like an afterthought and I don't know. Now it's like taking off. That's so. awesome. It's like an accelerator to the elderberry. Yeah, we no, were kind of, my boyfriend and I were actually sitting around one night just like a cold winter night and I used to take my elderberry and pour it into hot water and make a tea out of that. And he said something like, why don't you just like make herbal teas with elderberry? And I was like, oh, that's why I keep you around. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, listen. Um, yeah, and then I just, so I did three blends of what I thought would taste good and would like people would like. And then now, like now I'm up to, I don't even know, like over 20 blends of oh, different wow. kinds of teas. So. That's awesome. How long has tea been part of the business? Um, I guess like a year into it. Oh, so. okay. So pretty much most of it. Most of the yeah, time, cool. yeah. Okay. And then like um, how long, so you sell out of market, you sold out of elderberry. How long does it take you to replace it? Like what's the process like? Not like I'm like gonna ask you first, like what's what's in what's in it like but like how long does it take you to make like a batch like how like that first market experience you mean right like yeah yeah day one so I make it in like I, it's all small batch so three gallons um it takes about a like not a day but like <laughs> I could do it a batch at night it'll I could do two batches at night if I have two different pot setups so a couple hours I mean so, it's it's there's a lot of temperature control involved so that's. It. It only takes about an hour and a half or so to actually like make the brew. <laughs> yeah. But then I have to let it cool because you can't add honey to a boiling product. It'll just boil off the honey. Oh. So I have to wait till it gets to a certain temperature. And then there's a whole filtration process that I use. My dad and I actually came up with this. Um, I have a very, I can't say the whole setup because I don't want to give it away. No, <laughs> but, it's fine. But I wanted the syrup to be filtered as it's, coming out of the pot twice so i actually have like a filter in the pot and out of the pot and then it goes into gallon jugs and then i do it again after the honey's wow. through so that okay. was that was something i wanted to work on because when i first started i mean i was literally like dumping pots o over into a strainer yeah i can't imagine it's like, like easy to filter syrup either <laughs> the amount of elderberry that went on the floor <laughs> like it was just I mean, talk about starting from scratch. I think back to what I was doing at the very beginning, and I'm like, you sold that stuff, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, but you have to start. Yeah, you have to yeah. start somewhere. You have to start. Like, I mean, the whole, so, the, like that's half the battle. I don't think people yeah. get so discouraged. They go, oh, I can't even do that. Yeah, well, people get, yeah. you know, paralyzed by the fear of it. You know, you could have had that experience after you said, like, you did that first market, and you sold out, and you're like, okay, I hope people come back. And then all of a sudden they come back, and you could have just been like, Oh shit! What do I do now? <laughs> yeah. Like, what you do now is you figure out how I'm gonna make the yeah. next batch of elderberry syrup, and now refine, refine, refine. Now I'm like, it, the batches. It's it's wild. Like you know, I have to keep track of everything, yep. and and you know, each batch that I put down has a number, and you know, you got to mm -hmm. keep track of everything. Yeah, no, we 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 batch our, we, have, we have batch numbers too. So like it's like you Cold see, you see where stuff. you're at, and you're like, wow, you know. Yeah, no, it's 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 great. Um, so real quick, we'll go back to the beginning where you were like, Hey, I was in a store. Now you said you sell at that store now. Yes. So, so, so that's to say store names. Or... No, no, no. So like okay. what I'm saying is like, so you go to the store and they're like, Hey, listen, you know, you could like make your own. 
Not only did you like make your own, you went back and like, hey, now can you buy it? Like, it's crazy, by the way. I, like, so, I wanted to like, let you know I that, picked up on that. No, that is that is. Yeah, crazy. no, I figured I, that I, would be like a part of it. So besides the online and the markets, I started wholesaling. Um, and I, I structured the price of everything from the beginning with that kind of being a goal of mine. Like, I, I want to get in the store. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. that's the ultimate goal to see your, you know, yeah, product on cool. the shelf or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went back there with a bottle probably in Feb- or January or February of 2020, like height of, you know, cold and flu season. <laughs> It's like, hey, literally it was right before yeah. COVID. Like, I didn't know. And I gave the manager a bottle. I said, no pressure. I just want you to try it. Tell me what you think. Mm-hmm. Like, I take all criticism. And she called me back about a month later. This was still pre-COVID. She called me back about a month later and she was like, hey, do you, can I get a case of this stuff? We're going to we're going to stock it. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah, all these other elderberries are terrible. Nobody yeah. knows which one to drink. This one's tastes delicious. Yeah, she said we all I let all the people in the store try it. Everybody likes it. The owner likes it. I was like, this is great. So I'm the only elderberry. It, it's it was Nature's Corner in Spring Lake Heights, which is now Soulberry Market, because Nature's Corner shut down. Um, but some of the same people still work in there. Um, so it's on the in the refrigerated section, but all the other elderberries are in like a little shelf area so even if it's an organic product or you know you use all organic ingredients in order to make it shelf stable you have to add a preservative Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that thickens it up and makes it kind of like that the one you know it's like a medicine now so that mine doesn't have any of that so So yours needs to be refrigerated because of that yeah so it's got a four-month shelf like refrigerated but that's still really like yeah people blow through it in like a month yeah that's long i mean it's funny we um the, the shelf stable thing is really complicated because yeah. like in the cold brew part of the business, you know, we've, you know, tried cold brew after cold brew after cold brew mm-hmm. with the idea of selling cold brew, obviously. And we, you know, we've been doing it for a couple of years now, but if you ever drink cold brew in a can, it all has a weird taste mm-hmm. because it's preserved. There's a preservative in it. Like in the can. Yeah. Like luckily, like in a keg of cold brew, you can do it with, with the nitrogen. But yeah. And it doesn't affect the taste at all, but the cans are terrible. Yeah. yeah. It's all like a learning process too. So, so it's interesting. So like, I guess like now you built out that wholesale business, right? So mm-hmm. you're in like a, like a good amount of stores and like you're, you're, how do you like, what was like almost like that competitive edge to get into stores? Was it like the fact that yours didn't have the preservative, but then it has to be refrigerated, right? Yeah. So it's almost like a, an edge and a challenge too, because you have to think, like, well, do they have refrigeration yeah. in that store? Because some of the some of the stores that I stock, they only do the teas because they don't have refrigeration. Like um, Dina's in Point Pleasant. I mean, she's loaded up with my tea. I mean, she has made my display of tea in there look phenomenal. And she's got a great customer base. But, like, we can't do the syrup in there because it's a little gift shop. And it just wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't go. But Nature's Corner refrigeration um i've got i'm in a couple of farm shops dutch hill farms um a farm store down in cumberland county uh hidden creek farm so like they have refrigerated options in their little form, farm stores um yeah. so the the wholesale is kind of cool because it when you don't have those markets it kind of holds you through yeah it's like oh you know they're gonna restock that wholesale wholesale order so yeah. it's like 
little fill in. Yeah, yeah and, that's great. You know, you're supporting local small businesses also. Yeah, it's funny when we uh when we started, you know, when we very first started Bean Mug and it was really solely focused on retail, mm-hmm. like online and markets and stuff like that. And I think I was probably the one that was like, what are we going to do? We're going to chase our tail for all these wholesale accounts to make such like little little bits yeah. of money on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but my perspective has completely changed because I think when you when you have a product that's like yours, like ours, we are local, you're a small business and you're that's who you're selling it to. Once you have the customer, you have the customer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's different than going into ShopRite where you're going to get beat up so much trying to get your product on the shelf in there and yeah. really give it away. It's it. it you know, I'm gonna try. To coffee. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> but I'm gonna try to give it away. I wish you so much <laughs> luck. I'm not gonna that. try. I'm not giving it away. Um, another thing we started doing was wholesaling to like cafes and restaurants. Like, put our tea on your menu, or if you want to set up like a tea bar, we'll set that up for we. We. It's just me. I say I've noticed, we all I've noticed, the time. I've noticed you said cool. we a couple yeah. times. Sorry. No, it's just I was just me. like. Yeah, I was just. It was I, interesting. I feel I just, like when I say I, it's like it's all about me, you know. No. So I don't know. It just kind of comes out as we. Yeah. Um. There's no I in team. So what do you? There's me. What do you mean? You'll set up a tea bar? Like you go in so and like serve for them, or do you just? In the so the Asbury Hotel, for example, okay. they have the cafe downstairs. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they instead of they they had a couple name brands of tea in there, and I brought in some samples for them, and now they they're cafe is my tea behind so if you go up there you're like hey i want a a cup of turmeric vanilla chai it's my tea bag in your cup i have to say kudos to getting in the asbury hotel because (laughs) i know some asbury hotel folks for a long time yeah and um (laughs) everything has to be approved by corporate in those places yes and that well that i shouldn't say those places like that place um so that's that's like pretty big deal that's awesome yeah i was very excited about it and uh it's neat because you never know who's going to try the tea that's staying there. Yeah. Um, and they don't do, it's funny. I ask them like, Oh, could we put like a tea set up in every room? How, like how cool would that be? Shoot your shot. Yeah. But they don't do, they don't have a coffee maker yeah. up in the room because they want people to come down the and be bar, social yeah. and go to that like cool little entryway that they that have and sense. order a cup of coffee order a you know, some tea. It's smart. It's very like, so, I mean, everything in there, like from my experience, like it's, it, everything is very thought out. Yeah. Um. So that, that, so that was kind of cool. But like, yeah, coffee shops, Um. actually in a couple of different coffee shops, but those like people, even so the Asbury Hotel was a big win for me. Like yeah. I was like, this is so cool. You know, <laughs> you don't think that, you know, you're going to get something like that. But they're not like my biggest order. Right. You know, so people don't realize. Yeah. Sometimes like just it's the, it seems it's the like name, big, yeah. you know, like I got so many comments and likes on when I first posted, like now in Asbury hotel, but you know, but yeah, but it's one of those, like, whole. it's one of those, um, like where people are like, Oh my God, you made it. Right. Yeah. And that's like <laughs> you, but you need, sometimes you need those validation yeah. steps. Uh, Absolutely. Like, you need yeah. them. Definitely. I yeah. mean, we got into a coffee shop that was like on our list that were like, man, it'd be really cool if we can get into this coffee shop. And and we got in. Yep. I mean, are, are we the main featured roast there? Right. Like, were they roast just our coffee? Not at all. But are we a featured roast there that they mm-hmm. serve in their French presses? Absolutely. That's cool. So, I mean, it's it's a huge deal for us. And, and I think you need those kind of like, I, I guess, what, like benchmarks or, you yeah. know, where you, you kind of like reflect a little bit and 
you know, it's like validating, which is well, which is great. I think yeah. it's 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 great, like personally, like you know, for or for the company to to kind of validate your own feelings, right? Yeah. But I think it's probably even more important for your customers, like when they go, well, where else can I find this? Or where yeah. where where's your coffee? Where's Have your you tea? Where's the your Asbury Hotel? <laughs> yeah. Oh, down the street at the Asbury Hotel. Yeah, I'm not just I'm not just here in this park in the middle of town right. selling this stuff. Yeah. It's it's you know in one of the most popular places in town, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah. So that's it. It's, it's exciting. Yeah. All those really like benchmarks are exciting. Yeah, every time something comes up or someone says, oh, you should sell there, you should sell there, I kind of, like, put it on the radar and make a little list, you know, and sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't, and that one just sort of was like, yeah, we're going to do this. And That's awesome. Yeah, so. What kind of coffee do they have there? <laughs> I don't even know. I know. Um, uh, you know. I don't remember, but I know, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't um, know. And I feel like it's a bigger name than you would think. Yeah, no, I remember oh, we had I a conversation about it. I don't remember what it was, though. Well, she said, oh, you're going to be, re- when we run out of tea pigs, you're going to be replacing tea pigs. And I yes, was like, tea I pigs remember is that. huge. I remember they had tea pigs. There. I 100% remember that. Tea pigs that. is that like for sale in, in Whole Foods. So yeah. I was like, wait, you're going to replace tea pigs with with me? You know? <laughs> she so, said, yeah. So sidebar, um, we had a, a mobile coffee bar is where we started. Mm-hmm. And we were selling espresso. So we had the cappuccinos, lattes, espressos. But we wanted to sell tea. We actually had a. We actually met a uh, tea pigs at Coffee Fest. We opened up an account. We had oh, a wholesale really? account with tea pigs. <laughs> we, we were selling. Tea, we were selling tea pigs uh, for the longest time. Like, yeah. as, as, and not selling it, but like offering it's in our, yeah, in, our in our in our packages. Yeah. So tea pigs is great. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, no. <laughs> tea pigs well, is great. Now but yeah. you know me. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> when we went, when we did an event at the Asbury Hotel, they actually had tea pigs. Yeah, I remember that's that. our. That's yeah. I remember that. So. And one time I was in, I was doing these work tea workshops for a while there in their lobby area, which was kind of cool. It was like they, I'd never done one, and they said, "Do you want to do a workshop?" I was like, "Sure," and I kind of just sure do threw it together. But um, while I was there. There was a conference for tw- I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Twinings or Twinnings? Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Like I the know, Twining, yeah. I think it's Twinings. Tea company, like all the a huge tea company, the big right? guy, like all the you know two under the CEO. Yeah. They were they were there doing like their conference weekend or whatever, and here I am running this tea workshop, and they actually stopped to listen, but it's a paid workshop, so I was like, can I help you? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's kind of. I gave the guy my card. I mean, kind of, kind of like coincidental that they had to do the workshop while that was going on. Yeah, like they were just staying there, you know, like having their conference there or whatever. But yeah, that's great. Kind of funny. Right place, right time. Yeah. Um, so like as far as like the marketing side of it, um, obviously we're you know we're making elderberry tea from syrup rather from from scratch, Mm -hmm. creating this business, going all in on like that part of it. And then how did you like start marketing it? Like how did how did that process look like? I honestly don't like spend a lot of money on marketing. I think I try and do as much as I can through social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I've had that customer base from the markets, the email marketing that was just going out to them, like it was like, okay, those people already know the product. Um, or even little things like on my website, you know, you can't like it says like, let's connect when you yeah. <laughs> when you first open it up. So I have gotten like a lot of emails just from that for people that want to know more. So, but like social media, Instagram, I don't even know what threads is. <laughs> I signed up for it. I don't like, what Me is too. it? 
I actually, I actually is put it, a thread up this morning. Is that did what you really? Yeah. Is that uh, what it's called? I, like, a thread? It's you, a, I don't know. Thread I, I, well, well, more I, importantly, is a tweet even a tweet anymore? No, it's an X. It's an X, like, right? To it's thread, X. like the verb? I, like I don't know. So I don't I, know. I, I just threaded this morning. <laughs> I, um, I, I signed up for threads like when it came out, like the day it came out. Let me find it. Me too. Our first podcast guest, Josh, he did it. And I saw that he did it. So. It tells you I was like, okay. what number person you are. Oh, I didn't know about that. If you look at your Instagram it thing, really? it tells you like what your number, number seven thousand you are. Oh, is that cool. what that number is? I think. I keep right? getting messages though that like so and so finally followed yes. me on threads and yes. stuff, which I found impressive because I haven't threaded at all, not a single time. <laughs> okay, so threaded. I put a thread up. Is this? Are we saying it right? I, I don't know. Do you threading, bro? Uh, internet. <laughs> I put a thread up. I threaded. We're just made a thing. I threaded. Now it's gonna be a thing. So um, broke the internet. Here's what I put. Um, and then I put a hashtag too. I don't know if I was supposed to. Was I, I supposed know. to do that? I don't, I don't know. know. So uh, in life, you need either inspiration or desperation. Okay. And then I put hashtag daily pep talk. Okay, I can go. But for like that. you know how on Instagram, like all your stuff connects to Facebook. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. I mean, that's my marketing, really. To be completely honest, I haven't taken an ad out anywhere or, great. or anything. Sometimes I pay here and there for like a little like boost. Boost, <laughs> boosting, yeah. yeah. Boost that post, but um. Word of mouth, and and I think a lot of it is customer outreach at the markets. If I didn't have the markets, like I wouldn't have the customers that I, I mean, have now. I think like you're in, you're you're selling such like a niche product, yeah. That that's probably that probably goes like so much farther for for your product than something that everybody uses, mm-hmm. because those people really, if they're if they're fans of you, now they're just advocates and and for your business and yeah. kind of like little brand ambassadors, right? Yeah, um, running around all over the place about elder elderberry. And I'm a teacher too, so I thought I, I think some of it. I, I have a lot of teacher customers, like colleagues that, you know, everybody's gets sick as soon as they get back to school and they're like, Hey Jess, can you bring me a bottle of wine? So do you do like the, uh, like the teacher, like right now like in the next two weeks, you know, you're sending out emails to all the teachers and all the schools and be like, hey, get your elderberry before these kids get you sick. Yeah. I mean, that's part of like the marketing. <laughs> Are you running like a back to school email campaign? Cause I would. It sounds I, like a good um, idea. Yeah. We're, I, I wait, I back to school is like a very touchy subject for me. So I'm like, <laughs> you know, I want it to happen, but I'm dreading it also. But, um, yeah, I mean that's that's a part of it. But you know, once you tell one teacher and they try it and it's helpful for them, yeah. they all you well, know, sort of Well, I think too though, like a part of it too is like you're like, Hey, listen, I really only use Facebook and Instagram. But that's fine. I think the key is like if you're consistent. Yes. Yeah. So as long as you're consistent in it, I think like that that makes the a world of difference. I find that if I take consecutive days off, I really don't get much interaction with customers and you know it's like you like you're saying you have to do it you have to and it's it's can oh, be it's stressful a, no it is stressful it, 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 by far it's yeah. tough it's, it's hard and like we grew up in like the learn as you go mm-hmm. yeah era and i like to think that like we're the most like we know what we're doing the most but we don't why well, <laughs> uh, yeah we do well, we're getting, we, but we're, we're getting, we're getting smoked by these young kids, right? Because well, they are just like, because they just like inundated it, themselves with technology. Well, that's the thing; like, they're so immersed in it. Right? We're just from, wiser from birth. Yeah, we're just wiser, but we still have to figure things out where they just know so much wiser. Yeah, maybe. but no, but but is all that, jokes aside, though, like they 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 are just lapping us yeah. with how like it just comes secondhand to them. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's almost that's hard. Like when I make a reel, and I think it's like 
so cool. I'm like, oh, this song goes perfect with this. And then I scroll through and I see some of these other new new reels coming up and they're like just dialed in, lined up perfectly with the song or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah. It's hard. Somebody that Jose and I know um, is like really, really good at making reels. And oh, yeah. She told us about a program. I, I don't know if you know about it. I might have to keep it under the hat for anybody else. I think the secret's out of the bag at this point about CapCut, though. Oh, but Cap, uh, my you know son Cap told Cut. me yeah, about it. So your son told you about 11. it. He told me okay. about well, that's, Cap But that's, that's what I'm talking about, So the though. girl that we know is yeah. not 11, um, <laughs> but she's not <laughs> for been the out record. of college. She's not <laughs> been the- out of college for very long. We'll say that. And uh, I'm like, I called her one day. She works for a company we know. And I hey, like, how are you doing these so quickly, so easily? Because we're dying over here. Yeah. And <laughs> she told me about it. And I I tried it and I called Jose and he he was like how how long did it take you to make that reel I go about three minutes, once you know what to do or or you have the, the right tool I guess right now for some reason I feel like young people are really great at finding the tool now here's the thing yeah it's finding the easy way here's out. Easy, yeah here's the here's the yeah. but here's the I hit my head against the wall he tells me the app I had that on my phone for three months I just like uh, opened it up I was like I don't really use this yeah I had it I had CapCut I was like what is this yeah. I read it somewhere because I'm like, I read everything. So, yeah. like, I had the app. I just didn't, but like, it was, it just didn't make any sense to me. So, like, now it's like, okay, like, trying to like figure those, like, how do you figure all of it out? It's, uh, yeah. It's a and ton. I think if you're a small business and you don't just continuously adapt to the, like, the social media marketing, like, mm-hmm. you're screwed. You, there's no, that's why we're all anxious to know what a thread is. I know. <laughs> Well, I, I I threaded I, I threaded for the record. Yeah, like, I have like five threads. Well, but it, but to your point, but is it's it like, bringing? Is it correlating? Or am I using the right word? Like, are you getting sales from those threads? No you know? idea. I I mean, even sometimes you could get. I could post the coolest reel or whatever, or even even like um, I announced that I'm in the Asbury Hotel and like it's got so many likes yeah. and, and views or whatever. But is that translating to sales not necessarily no but, but it's I think like it's, getting the it's word just another there. touch point yeah. you know like when you think about how many how many touches it takes to gain a customer or Someone retain a customer it. yeah and where it ends up or where that reel could end up um you know you think about you hear so many people like they went viral for something silly yeah or something great and where where it brings them down the road yeah. so i think it's not always like a direct correlation to a specific sale yeah but here here's here's where i realize Instagram at this point, to me, is like having a billboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because in today's world, like, they don't have to like it, physically like the post to, to, to have seen it. Right. And even when we were, like, announcing the podcast or things like that, it got a ton of action. Mm-hmm. But there were people who didn't show any interest in it that were talking about it, like, right. one-on-one or knew about it or knew a guest was coming on or whatever. But, but I went back and go... I didn't see they like that post. When did they right. see it? So people are still seeing it and, and your eyes are going on it. So well, it's still like, and that's like the key I think is to like still do it, even though it's yeah. like, man, like I'm not getting that activity, but, but people are still seeing yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. like you're, you're so inundated by it now. I think about how many posts or how many reels you see in the course of a day, even if it's not doing your personal stuff and it's just doing your business stuff and you, open up your your business instagram account you real 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 and all these different things you're not liking them all no you're not no. commenting on them all and truthfully i feel like unless your your subject matter is a hot button issue there's not a lot of comments on most people's things right. like usually it's something that 
there's gonna it's gonna turn into an argument on <laughs> there's some comments on people's Facebook or Instagram. Posts. I got rid of my personal Instagram. Oh, you're so lucky. Because I couldn't once I started consistently posting, I was like, I can't do all of this. Yeah. Like and I'm like, what do I need to post my the rest of my life for? You know, if I wanna every now and then if I wanna throw something in that's personal, I will. But like, you know, and I probably shouldn't do that on my just my business, but I feel like it's also People yeah, but, come to see me at the markets yeah. and they like talking and I Your like talking, is you. you know, it's like I've created a lot of relationships with customers and, and vendor friends and everything. I mean, even just this, like mm-hmm. us meeting how many years ago and like coming yeah. and here we are sitting down and doing a guest on your podcast. Like, yeah. so I think that that one-on-one, like that interaction, like the people really like that. So well, it's interesting too because it's like you're you are like the like Siren Essentials is just like yeah like I have a, a life besides this and people like to I feel like it's more relatable mm-hmm. but I couldn't like juggle both things so I even tried to get rid of my personal Facebook can't, but you can't, can't you can't no because they have your business one your if you business don't. is connected to it nope. or whatever yeah so had to keep that Mark won't let us go nope he won't <laughs> suck he won't though no um. Yeah, but like even for us, it's like three of us, three different personalities, three different people, three different side life, three different. But for us, there's almost more of a benefit than to having the personal ones as well, because, you know, there's there's groups of people that are all going to cross in the personal life and the business life. But mm-hmm. we still have all these other people on the outsides. Like when it's just you, like, yeah. you know, it's I guess it's easier maybe to have like your your business page mirror your personal page or vice versa. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a more focused group of people, but it's tough because I'm not, I and mean, you're not really like a big personal life sharer, sharer, neither no. am I. No. Um, and sometimes it's detrimental though. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I remember if, like when, when it all started getting super popular for your business to use Facebook and Instagram and stuff, like it really was based on people just wanting to see what you do. And it's like very, vo- like? it's like very voyeuristic though, yeah. right? Like you're it's like, like let me like see that. the behind Here the I scenes am. and let me see. You're like, here's my coffee. Like, you make no. jokes about people make jokes about like people's pictures of what you ate that night. But that was a thing for a while though. It's still a thing. Oh, it's still yeah, a thing. my wife but, took a picture of what we ate the other night when we were out at dinner, and I'm like, really? Still? Yeah. But, Not gonna I lie, I posted something this morning. Yeah. I don't typically do this, but I tagged Benchmark Breads because their bread's amazing, but. She's a small business vendor friend of mine, and right. I shared it out to her. But like, I made avocado toast this morning with, with her, her bread. bread. You know, so well, I'm yeah, always but like that's trying important, to support though. But that's somebody important. else. Like, that's that's valid. That's that's important to do yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, hundred percent. But not um, just like, here's my dinner. If you want to follow you know? my life, though, just you have to follow my wife. She <laughs> yeah. posts because yeah, yeah. she posts a ton. Like, <laughs> like if I don't hear like, from Jose in a weekend, I'm like, also, oh, let me find his wife. Yeah, see what Erica's doing. Follow her. Like, follow. At Erica Marie, that's where all the action is. <laughs> I also think during COVID, you know, people who weren't necessarily on Instagram were like, yep. I guess I got to get on this because I have nothing else to do. And my business took off during COVID because all of a sudden everybody was concerned about their immune system. Yeah, <laughs> you probably couldn't make and enough I remember, elderberry. Like in the very beginning, my mom came over one day to drop some stuff off. And at the time I was only doing local delivery and porch pickup. And I even stopped the local delivery. Because I was like, I'm not going to random people's houses. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, this was pre-mask. You know, like, nobody knew what to do. Late March. Yeah, late March. Like, lockdown. And I had all these bags. 
like those brown bags like lined up on my front porch and my mom's like what are you selling elderberry syrup i was elderberry like i'm syrup. not a drug dealer it's the elderberry of the group it's, mom, the it's super popular i had all these orders and and i hate to say it because covid was a terrible thing um but it kind of like boosted my yeah but you, you know whether elderberry <laughs> had any effect on covid or not who knows yeah like but you still like you're helping people even if it was only helping their mental state at that yeah. point of making them feel like they were doing something to be healthier right. when everyone was scared of being getting sick i mean i think that's what i said okay. i never make any promises like i'm not telling you that this is going to cure yeah. you or whatever I but i didn't buy elderberry but i have a phone soap i made sure my phone was sterilized oh, yeah. <laughs> i mean so but those people they, who they I, sold i'm sure they sold a ton i bought tequila <laughs> <laughs> he bought alcohol <laughs> but the people who maybe reached out who weren't customers of mine prior to covid now are still customers yep. So that was sort of, like, I hate to say it, but some businesses thrive, some it, didn't, you know? Yeah, I like, mean, I think it's it's super unique. I mean, I, I think pretty much everybody that we've had on the podcast so far, we, we, we've talked about COVID in every single podcast, mm-hmm. um, which wasn't our intention at all. Yeah. But it's such, and it's always going to be a huge part of people's lives. But I think even more so for people in our positions with small businesses, mm-hmm. You know, you started a few years before all that, but, you know, we started in 2020. Neil from Shoresaw started in 2019, right yeah. before, right mm-hmm. before. Um, so a lot of people, like, it, it's really, like, tied to the beginning of their business mm-hmm. or the growth of their business because they were able to fight and, and claw and scratch and, and thrive ultimately through it or after it. Yeah. So it's always something I think and, it's And, well, the only way to, to, to do it is you have to walk, you have to walk through it. Like, yeah. There, there was nothing that said, like, oh, here, okay, small businesses, unite. Here's what we do. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no yeah. blueprint. No. Everybody was just, like, scrambling. It was, like, the, like, the last scene of the Titanic. And I like, also you're just, it was crazy. It's like, like, that moment, though, was crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, and, like, for people, like, like obviously, like, I have a job. Like, you know, like, for the people who were all in on a small business, it was, like, traumatizing. Jess is a teacher, so she was probably learning how to teach on Google Classroom and all that madness, too. Like, all at the same time. <laughs> Can't imagine. <laughs> My daughter was in kindergarten. I'm for like the getting. It was like, crazy. <laughs> I was on one side of the wall in my computer. My son was on the other side of the wall, like second grade. You know, whatever it's it is, brutal. trying to. There's my students were in bed. My high school, their high school. So, hey, can you get up? So you can you turn your camera mm-hmm. on? It was brutal. Um, I think though, like what you were saying about just like struggling and and walking through it, and I think even without COVID. I think walking through the day to day and and what keeps a lot of small business owners like going is like the love of their product and the yeah. love kind of that you get back from the customers and like you're motivated to continue doing it. And I, I think like for me, that's kind of cut some people out of my world because I'm so focused on like doing the work and I'm OK with that. Like, yeah. Oh, that's totally OK. <laughs> I think that's like, a big part of being being a business too is you yeah. have to be okay with it and right? i think some people that don't understand it don't realize like i've lost some friends like through being a small business owner because i've got a full-time job this has become my second full-time job i've got a child and it's like i'm trying to juggle everybody around i've got you know relationships family everything mm-hmm. and 
But like, I've got to get those orders out and I've got to get ready for the market and I've got to restock that store and I've got to update my website. Like even this morning, I was like, oh man, those products are still on sale. Like I had to remove oh, all the that. like sale yeah. prices and like the the pop-up announcement. Yep. That's not, like, I do everything. Yeah. So people have said to me, like, you never have any time or like, you never make time for me anymore or whatever. I'm like, I'm really sorry. Like, I still love you, but I'm the so focused on this because I love it. Like, I absolutely love it. I love making the product. I love meeting the customers. I love doing this. Like, tell your friends, listen, we can <laughs> hang out tonight, put on Netflix, but I need you to put these bottles in these boxes. Yeah. yeah. Put these labels on here. Like, yeah, I mean, I've had girlfriends I'm sure. be like, Can, I'll come over, like, I'll help you label tea or whatever. I'm like, have at it, you know? Yeah. Like, But those are the people who, like, understand and get it. So yep. I think, like, advice to people going into small business would be, like, you might lose some people in your life because they just don't understand, like, what goes into that life. And, like, I want that, you know? Like, I I love every aspect yeah, of being Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're somebody that, like, you know, 5 o'clock hits – it's quitting time. Like it's no. not going to work for you. I mean, when I'm teaching, I come home. If like I get my son together, like he's doing his homework thing. If mm -hmm. he's got activities, we go do the activities, come home. And sometimes when, you know, he goes to bed, I have, I'm down in the workshop doing like, I, I do like my dry workshop is at my house. And then sometimes I have to go late at night over to the kitchen to brew the syrup. So it's like, I'm up till midnight during mm -hmm. the school year and then I got to go back into work in the morning. And it's like that it's a lot. Yeah. I, I always find like as the older I get, the hardest part, I think now, and I guess there's been like different things in different stages, but the hardest part, and, I, and I've said it to Tom numerous times on our conversations is like the work-life balance. Mm -hmm. I just have a really, that's like the, the hardest part for me. Yeah. So like, I, I'll tell you a quick story. Like I, I told my daughter, she's seven total last night. I was like, you know, um, you know, dad's going to work a, a long day tomorrow. Like, I'm not going to see you on Wednesday, like tomorrow. I'm going to see you on Wednesday because mm -hmm. you sleep so late. And I, I have to drive like an hour to work. So I was like, I'm not going to see you. You're going to sleep, sleep late. She goes, oh, I'm really going to miss you. I was like, well, listen, I was like, you know, I wake up early. I was like, we, you want to wake up early? She's like, daddy. She's like, can you wake me up early? Wake up early. I go, okay, you want to have, we'll have breakfast in the morning. She goes, yeah. Let's, you think mommy make us eggs? I said, <laughs> no, I don't. I said, but I said, you know, we can have cereal or something in the morning. And yeah. I'll tell you, I woke her up a quarter to seven. Aww. She came down the stairs at seven o'clock, sat at the table. She's like, let's have, let's have breakfast. So yeah. it was cool. That's like, so cute. but like, you know, I was like, you know, so like now I'm going to try to do that on Wednesdays. Yeah. So like yeah. Wednesday mornings, like see if my three-year-old will let us have breakfast and not just be screaming that he wants to watch Batman all the time and stuff like that. But yeah. I think it's important though. Like I'm just trying to find moments where I could like still, you know, connect, be present. And, I, but the work life balance is, is, is super hard, super hard. The older I get. Well, that's like some people say, well, how come you're not at the market every weekend? I say, cause every other weekend is my time with my son. You know, it's like this whole weekend I was at a baseball tournament. I didn't do one market. I didn't touch one bottle of syrup. I didn't do one. Like these orders were coming in because I was having a sale and I was like, I'll get to it on Monday yeah. because sometimes it has to wait. You know, yeah, sometimes like it has family, to. It's I'm hard, a family though. first. Like <laughs> It's funny. I've, I've met people like at markets. I'm like, oh, you should do this market. Oh, you should do that market. And when you go, no, like they look at you like you're crazy sometimes. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? But because especially for us, because there's three of us. Now, we usually do markets with two of us because, you know, we're selling coffee and the cold brew. It's, it's, but 
I can't imagine being like, all right, I'm going to do this on Saturday and then I'm going to do this on Sunday and we're going to be out of the house both days. And then everything that we have to do during the week, I think a lot of times it comes from somebody like they don't have a nine to five. They don't have a business that really functions Monday through Friday, maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, um, or doesn't sell online. They only sell at markets. So it's just, it's just very different at that point, but it's, it's out there. Well, that's like, that's the thing. I mean, I think the ultimate goal would be for me to like, retire early from teaching <laughs> well that's what i was gonna ask you like what's the what's the future plan like what do you what do you where are you going with it um i would i i've been teaching for this is my 19th year i'm going into so i mean when you got the mortgage and the kid yeah, and everything yeah. to pay for it's kind of hard to be like yeah i'm just gonna leave or whatever um but i can see there being a point maybe where I could leave a little bit earlier than I wanted to, because with just the amount of markets that I'm doing while teaching, they're going well. And all those other opportunities that I give up on mm-hmm. because I'm teaching or those stores that I ha- can't reach out okay, to because too. I'm in the classroom or that Wednesday market that I can't do because I'm in the classroom. Yeah. You know, if I had the time to do all that, I could see it going to like a whole other level. And it's a, it's a scary risk to take oh it is you know it's like especially because i'm on my own you know and you know i don't know eventually i would love to do siren essentials full-time love 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 i you know i don't bartend anymore and this sort of took the place of that in the summertime which has been really great on my back but (laughs) (laughs) i do miss that life a little bit but um you know i i've created this and i would love to just make it my full-time gig but you know you have to really do the math yeah <laughs> and it's like, got to be like the right time like different parts oof. of life need to kind of like align and yeah and be be like working right in every aspect to, to make the jump i mean financial part aside yeah you know, it's kind of just got to be that way and it's stressful to be like oh is that going to be a busy market yeah. like to have to count on that yeah like I see people at the markets who are like this is their full time gig. Oh, 100%. And I'm like, wow. Like I it's like I envy them, but I'm also like they envy you too. Oh my goodness. Uh, they, yeah. yeah. They, I think it goes both they, ways. It, yeah, it really it does. does. I, I agree it does. I mean, we have that conversation a lot of times where like if you're reliant solely on your business, whether you have another business or whether you have a nine to five, if you're reliant solely on it, your mindset is very different. You know, mm-hmm. to some point where like I feel like it could hinder growth too. Because you're not desperate. You don't, like, it's not putting food on your table. You don't need every dollar to pay for your house and right. and, and raise your kid and, and put food in their stomach. So it's different. But also, it's probably a lot less stressful right. <laughs> to, to have that and not worry about it all the time and let things kind of but evolve more I naturally. I think that's why, like, that that thread from this morning is, like, in life, you need inspiration and desperation. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I think it's, like, it, it, you do. And, like, you know, it's it's... The balance is tough. Yeah, because even some of the times where, like, sales were low or, like, it was a slow market, I think it also gives you a time to reflect on, like, well, maybe I should change it up a little or yeah. maybe I should add this new product or maybe that labeling could use some tweaking or, you know, just, like, little things you don't think of. Yeah, I mean, when you're super busy at a market, like, you don't get to focus on those, no. on those things. Like, we've had that experience, too, I think, where it's a slower day or there's two of us there, so it's manageable, and all of a sudden, like, you have like a, like a uh, an epiphany kind of moment. Like you uh-huh. see something you never saw before <laughs> and you're like, how could we have done that when we should have done this? Right. 
So I think all those experiences, like when you're out with stuff set up and working through it and going through it and around people, it's there's huge value there too. Um, so as we get to the last question here, um, uh, it was a great conversation, by the way. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> what, um, what is your favorite Jersey Shore memory? So I'm like an OG. Like <laughs> 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 Worker Driver OG. No, um, my parents wanted to raise us on the water. And uh, so I've lived like, I mean, I don't live there anymore um but live as close as i can to the water i think hearing this is like going way back but like hearing the sound of the boat starting in the morning my dad uh fished and he's a scuba diver and sometimes he would say like hey we're going out you know we all knew or sometimes he wouldn't or even if it was just like he was going fishing and super early in the morning i think just like laying in bed and hearing like the engines going back and forth and like the starting up at like 5 a.m you knew it was gonna be a good day you knew it was gonna be you knew you knew the weather was good i didn't have to look outside <laughs> you knew the weather was good you knew something fun was going to be happening and even if we weren't going out on the boat that day we knew he was coming back with some sort of catch <laughs> <laughs> all right fair enough so like just Boating in general is like a big part of growing up. So that's great. Yeah. Our our third partner is a huge huge boater. He's oh, a big yeah? boater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves his boat. Yeah, I was very lucky to have grown up in that situation. Yeah. I, listen, like um, I haven't always lived by the shore. Oh, I know. Let's see. So I've been down here <laughs> since two thousand. I guess fifteen. I moved to Point Pleasant. Yeah. Um. So ever since then, like it's been obviously. You know, 10 years now a big part think, of our life it's great i think on one of your episodes because i did listen to them i think you used the phrase down the shore yeah i think i did probably right I to talk to you about well that. listen that's that's how you know like i'm from no no, up no, north. no no but you're here now i am here now but so I'm, we're like, at the beach yes we're yes. at the shore got it. that's right like but it's but it's it never goes away so like, i never even knew this was a thing yeah. until i went yeah. to college at Rutgers, people would be like down the shore i'm like yeah. What are you talking about? Like, not, I, what do you mean? Because you're here, like it's different. And then they'd say, "We're I don't, going to Belmar." I'm like, "What's Belmar? I didn't even know what Belmar well, was." You came now from Forked River, like when they were like the beach in Belmar. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, let's go!" Like, <laughs> I don't go to the. I don't really go to the beach, so I think that's why I don't. I, I think I heard you I've say that adopted. too. I was yeah. like, "What is he doing?" The beach is like right down the yeah. street. Never. Go I was to like the beach. kicking him under the table. I was like, "I don't go to the beach." I'm like, "Oh, no, it's okay. I'm, a, I'm not afraid to say it. I like to drive over the bridge every day and see." Where did you move from? So, oh, I've moved a million times in my life. I've moved a lot. Um, so when I was young, I grew up um, like South Amboy, Saraville, okay, in that area. That's and not then, too far. No, it's not too far, but far enough to go. Hey, it's down the shore. It's Wait, do you me. know the term OTB? Like off off track betting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, because okay. I didn't know what this was. Either. So my when I first moved to Belmar, like twenty something years over yeah, the, about 20 over the years bridge, ago, right? Yeah. Oh. yeah. I was out I was at out <laughs> at the boathouse having a grand old time and talking to some new people yeah. and they were like, Where are you from? I said Fork and River and they were like, O T B like Okay. Like, uh, what? When I, when Over I, the bridge? When I lived in Point, <laughs> uh, I learned about east of the canal and west like that was how everybody classified right. it. Like, you live east of the canal. And I lived pretty much 
as close to the canal as you could live without being on it. So I, I was used to the canal. That's where you want to be. I did apparently. not know this was a thing. Yeah, so. yeah. And I, didn't I know said either. the Point Pleasant Bridge. That's not really like a bridge, you know. <laughs> like the bridge by Sayreville. The bridge by Sayreville. Like that, but that's why we wouldn't talk about the bridge. Like nasty. Well, I'm OTB. Different. Not anymore. But <laughs> we had an OTB. It was on the other side of the bridge. <laughs> Off track. Um, <laughs> all right aye, aye, aye. get us back on track Jose. listen yeah, listen sorry. um so <laughs> like wrapping this up where uh where can we find you where can where can the people connect to you and and find um, you your elderberry syrups your herbal teas all 20 different variations a lot seasonals we've got the apple cider coming out soon oh. always a good one um you can find me at sirenessentials.com <laughs> um I'll be at Asbury Fresh Farmers Markets every other Sunday. I'll be there this Sunday. Um, I don't know that date. 20th, maybe? Yes, yeah, the 20th. Um, I'm also, I do a couple other larger events up in North Jersey during the holiday season, a couple Bellworks markets. You can find me in some local stores stocked on the shelves, or you could get a cup of tea at the Asbury <laughs> Hotel. <laughs> Love it, love it. Love and, on, and on Instagram, it's at Siren Essentials. Siren, yes, it's a double underscore though, which is kind of annoying. And one in the beginning, one in the end. No, it's Siren double underscore Essentials. See. Okay, si- like Siren of the Sea. So I tried to bring that like water aspect of my life into the logo. I mean, the mermaid logo has nothing to do with elderberry. I don't even, that's just I don't like even know who thing. else has a mermaid logo. I've never saw one before. Yeah. Oh. A friend of mine <laughs> drew it actually. So, so. love it. Well, I appreciate it. Appreciate you coming on. It's yeah, great. Tell your story. Me. Yeah. Good to have you. Great and, talking, uh, guys. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. All right. So long. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Coffee Before You Talk to Me. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Bean Muffin Coffee Code and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, keep that coffee hot. And please, coffee before you talk to me.